0: Us talking about science. Wow. Science. 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 The
1: power.
0: Welcome to the second part of this episode about dementia. If you haven't heard the first part, head to the podcast page on your favorite podcast provider and you'll find it there. Enjoy. Right. Going on. Uh, there is also. Uh, uh, exercise so uh, that affects prevalence of dementia so people that exercise more than three times a week are uh, less likely to be affected by dementia than people that Ah. exercise less than three times a week
1: well that's also good
0: Uh, (coughs) yeah it's quite interesting yeah Um, and then also people that are obese when they're middle aged are more likely to uh, be affected by dementia
1: See, so that's quite interesting to me because I don't really know what effect exercise has on the brain. It's a bit of a mystery to me because, I, I, you know, I, I can see, you know, obviously it's going to improve your heart and your lungs and your muscles and whatnot. Uh, no. I mean, I guess it maybe releases endorphins, makes you feel all nice. You feel nice after you've been to the gym, but uh, I guess I guess it must, it must be pretty
0: pretty good I'll go through it in a second please, please do uh, but let me just finish all the, the factors that um, kind of change the prevalence of dementia then the penultimate, penultimate one is social interactions so people that have more social interactions mm. less likely to be affected by dementia than the ones that have less and finally um, um, oh nutrition so ah, there are well, some yeah specific um, diets and uh, diet regimes oh. that were used in mice that showed that um, you know those nutritional interventions um, increased the l- or decreased the likelihood of dementia hap- happening in the mice
1: okay well uh, talk to me again when they've they've been shown to well, see, but we have
0: humans, mice and humans yeah. have very similar brains.
1: Yeah, but I mean they're not that similar. They're 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 similar. They're very similar. No, it depends on your frame of reference, doesn't it? I mean, very similar. Uh, we're, mice are similar to humans in a lot of ways, but they're also different in a lot of ways. I, I, you know, I, Specifically
0: I, I talking about the brains, mice are the best. Um, what do you call them? Uh, model. Yeah, model organism that there is.
1: Are the only model organism that there is? I mean, the the best, the best?
0: you have you have all other also all sorts of animals. You have rabbits. You well, have yeah.
1: I I mean, are they the best because they're easy to work with? And no, because
0: they they're very similar, and you but can.
1: I'm, I mean, surely chimpanzees would be even more similar than mice. Um, there's
0: uh, there's a reason why, but I I don't know precisely why. Well, I mean, I but guess... But mice are very good. <laughs> Shut up, Fergus. No idea. Anyway, but... Uh, so they were... What happened in the experiment was that they were d- genetically induced with uh, dementia and dementia-inducing genes. Okay. And mice that had a specific um, nutritional, nutritional intervention did better at cognit- cognitive cognitive <laughs> activities than the ones that had not had that um, specific intervention oh. which is quite interesting i agree with you it it's still very premature and we need to understand mm. um you know is it going to work in humans how exactly does it work and all that yeah. but still it is quite interesting oh
1: yeah i i'm i'm interested that they they can induce dementia via um mutation uh, so there is this kind of uh, gene linked dementia of a sort of a mouse thing? Or is, or is that... Um, I think it was some kind is of... Is there an analogue in... I uh, think it was
0: some kind of protein yeah. that they... Because, you know, although we don't understand fully what kind of... How dementia is, is caused. Okay. Like in all the diseases. We do know that, you know, in Alzheimer's we have this specific protein that yeah. s- stops working. In Parkinson's, this one. So yeah. I think it was that.
1: Ah, oh, right. Okay. So it's... That's okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a, a, like a specific kind of 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 dementia.
0: Yeah, I think it was Alzheimer's. Is, uh, I'm not entirely sure, but anyway, it is interesting. Although it's very premature to say whether it works or not. Now, uh, the reason why these factors work and affect, you know, brains and dementia and stuff, is because. Well, cognitive activity streng- streng- strengthens the functioning and plasticity of neural circuits. Ah, That does make sense,
1: right? Um, How ho. does that happen?
0: Can so you uh, basically, if you think a lot, if you do loads of cognitive activities, you're working on the connection between your, your neurons. Okay. Uh, and so basically, if you do it a lot, uh, they are going to be quite strong. Um, and they will be less likely to be, uh, deteriorated.
1: Deteriorate. Deteriorate. Yeah. Deteriorate. Yes. It's a very good word.
0: It is. Um. And then physical activity, uh, supports neuronal structure neuronal structural structural integrity and preserves brain mass. Ah. Because of um. Well, you're doing. Structural integrity. For some reason, <laughs> I didn't go exactly uh, through that line of thought. But you know, it's it's quite interesting thinking that uh, exercise, as well as it, you know, strengthens your muscles and all that, and you, it's also good for your bones. Uh, it is also good for your your uh, brain, and that's that's really interesting. Hmm. So, and my theory. Uh, What I wrote on my essay is that probably uh, the other interventions, so um, education was the one, Uh, uh, social interactions and uh, nutritional uh, interventions also work in the brain in the same way as um, physical activity and cognitive activity. Okay. Uh, And so that that ends up uh, reducing the likelihood of contracting dementia. Right. So it's really quite interesting now something interesting is that most of the studies that um, you know uh, focus on risk factors for dementia uh, usually report differences between men and women usually with women um, more women being demented in uh, older age groups and that's quite interesting my theory is that um biological differences cause men to be affected by dementia first so when they reach older ages you know the men that were to be infected by dementia had already had already been and women not am i making any sense uh,
1: um
0: y- y- kind of so like imagine this <coughs> okay so different different type. men are affected by dementia at 85. Yes. Women at 95. Okay. So at 85, uh, men start being affected by dementia, and when they reach 90, most of them are dead. Right? Uh Now, when they're 95, uh, the men that will be alive, will the percentage that will have dementia will be a lot lower than women because they start being... uh, getting affected by dementia at 95. Okay. So therefore, they'll have a higher percentage of prevalence of dementia than men.
1: Oh, I see, right, yeah. Yeah? Okay.
0: So that's my theory on it. Right. But I think that one of the ways to explore that is with transgender people, because there are some people that think that these differences might be related to the gender itself and how U.S. Uh, medic, uh, doctors says men and women differently and all that so i think that studies on transgender people would um you know shine a light on this issue okay but um there's none so far Hmm. so it would be something quite interesting for me to do anyway moving on to the last topic of today's episode have you ever heard of cognitive reserve
1: cognitive reserve Yes. No, I have not. What is. What what the hell is that?
0: It is a very, 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 very interesting concept that originated when. Um, I think it was in the 80s. When doctors would uh, uh, analyze the brains of dead people that were affected by dementia. Oh? No, 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 no. That's right. They would analyze the brains of dead people and biologically uh, it looked like they were demented uh, oh okay so their th- their brains were damaged and in most people those damages would cause dementia but then cognitively they were fine
1: so people okay so does this either mean that there are that that, that that could go two ways to me that either means that that after people die no, uh, no, 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 the no. beginning of decomposition no, 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 looks like it. dementia but no you so so what it is is that there are people going around who uh, you know Biologically if you scan dementia. if you did a, if you did a, like, a brain scan you would say oh this person has dementia. looks like they have dementia but, but they cognitively don't. they're fine yes that is more interesting it is
0: fascinating that's why I left it to left it the last right ah. uh, cognitive reserve was a theory that was created to explain this and basically what it says is that uh, the brain actively uh, attempts to cope with the brain damage ah uh, yes yeah I've by using this. pre-existing cognitive processing approaches or by enlisting compens- compensatory approaches
1: uh, so is this like when uh you know people get into a you know, horrible accident and lose, you know, some portion of their brain. And then, and, you know, you think, oh, this person will be uh, in a coma or unresponsive. And no, and then like 10 years later, they're walking about normal with something like only 40% of the brain that most other people have. Because it's kind of just taken over.
0: Exactly. It's somewhat what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, So basically, and this is why education is so important. So, because of of you know, you spent all your life uh, thinking about all these different issues and constantly using your brain and doing cognitive activities, uh, that your connections, your processing capacity is so great that then when your brain gets damaged, it is capable capable of you know making up for that damage uh-huh. by using that the, the um, oh. processing capacity that you created throughout your life.
1: Do we know much about the the the, s- the specifics of how that happens? The biology, I mean.
0: Well, it's mostly about uh, plasticity. Okay. Uh, so, brain plasticity is something that is quite interesting, and it happens mainly in uh, when you're young. Uh, yeah. And so, there's a very interesting case of a, a Chinese woman that um, was born without a cerebellum.
1: Ah. Okay. So
0: you know that the cerebellum has. Um, very important uh, um intervention in, like, equilibrium. Balance, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, but she was completely normal, and the reason why is that, you know, she had no cerebellum, so um, n- neighboring uh, brain areas yeah. kind of formed neurons in, order in that area in order to uh, ex- execute that function.
1: Yeah, but she was born <laughs> with this, so I guess the plasticity will be that, you know, she... Throughout her developmental years, the brain has had plenty of time to kind of sort this out. Yeah. Whereas so if you lost your cerebellum as an adult, I, I guess you would be pretty <laughs> screwed.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's yeah. not it's not nice. Uh-huh. That's why I said it's mainly happens when you're very young, yeah. right? Uh, mm. But then when you're you're older, you know, just like the, the all the the things you d- you did. And it's all about um, forming strong connections, Uh although I may say, and this is going to be something I will be talking in probably a month's time, which is the next episode I will be responsible for, uh, which is about glia. So glia, neuroglia, is, uh, you know, there are neurons in the brain and there are neuroglia. And some people think that Neuroglia might actually be the, the cells responsible for the processing capacity of the brain. Okay. Which is quite interesting. And so if you believe in that, you're not going to agree what I'm going to say. Oh. But if you agree with like the, the neuron doctrine, uh, that the neurons are the main cell that is responsible for the processing capacity of the brain. Uh, if you agree with that, then the reason why that happens is that you know if you have strong connections, if your brains, if your cir- circuits are quite strong um, and very well connected with each other, because you know they're used a lot, uh, they are not as likely to fall apart uh, as if you don't use them very much. Mm. Because if you don't, if if you don't use them very much, you know the myelin sheath uh, is not going to be. As wide as if you use them a lot, oh, okay. um, and the synapse is not going to be as strong, so they're more likely to fall apart. Right. Yeah. Is okay. that clear?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: So it's it's really interesting. Yeah. It started boring, but it ended <laughs> <laughs> it ended yeah. very very interesting.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I, I was um, I never really thought very much about dementia. Um, up till now it's, uh, that's what
0: you're here to, to, to do yeah. to yeah. make people think about stuff
1: very interesting I know
0: right? yeah now that is everything I had and we are about fuck like 40 minutes in oh god what? that, that took longer than I thought Christ Ooh, right. <laughs> uh, time flies when you're talking about science
1: it does indeed <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you have any kind of um, final comments on dementia
1: um, uh, I, I don't feel qualified to comment on dementia based
0: on what you heard
1: based on what I heard um, yeah I, I would encourage people to seek social and intellectual stimulation and to exercise and get proper nutrition um, yeah. and try to live to 100 if you can <laughs> then you won't get dementia.
0: Old people, like really old people, they when they're interviewed, most of them what they say when they're asked, you know, what's the secret to reach that very old age? They say, you know, just leave uh, live life with, with like calm and patience. Well that's good. Don't I'm be a in a hurry to reach uh, the, I like the that. hundreds I yeah, like that. It, it's quite nice.
1: I'm calm and patient.
0: Yes, you are. You are I'm, very I'm common gonna, patient. I'm gonna You're going to live so it. long. You're going to make it. I'm All right. That is everything for today's episode. So before we end, we have this um, little uh, uh, space, or little segment, what whatever you want to call it, in which it's probably going to have a jingle next week. Oh, yes. I know. Uh, and. <laughs>
1: That's the only reason I'm here,
0: <laughs> um, and so this in, in in this space we just basically say a, an interesting scientific fa- a scientific fact. We want the o- audience to know. Okay. So do you want to start or should I? Uh, is, you, wait, you, you've 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 heard my fact. So
1: have it, I? Well, maybe just spell it out. What what is your interesting fact? All right. Well, maybe into the microphone this time.
0: I don't want the listeners to know.
1: Oh, okay. But, I mean, you are just going to tell them in a minute.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah, but if yours is better than mine, then no, I should go first. No, mine, then
1: mine's pretty simple as well. Is you it ju-
0: mind-blowing?
1: Uh, no, not really.
0: Less mind-blowing than mine.
1: Well, I mean, yours could be mind-blowing or Born? slightly mm. less mind-blowing, depending on how you frame it. Because you told it to me in a certain way. Right. <laughs> and I didn't believe you. Yeah. And it turns out that you just told me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something that wasn't quite true. So go on. Yeah,
0: all right. I'll go first then. So elephants are a lot less prone than humans to have cancers.
1: That's interesting.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're a very good actor.
1: Yeah. Uh, why, why why is that?
0: Because <laughs>
1: you you're a great
0: actor. Thank you. You should try some acting. Because uh, they have, and all pachyderms, is that how you say it? Yeah, pachyderms. pachyderms, Have um, extra copies of a key tumor fighting gene. Ah. So they're more able to fight tumors than we are. Hmm. Uh, So the cancers in elephants are a lot less common. That's that cool. is interesting. We should all be elephants.
1: Yeah, that makes sense, though, because if you think about it, bigger animals th- have simply—they simply have more cells. They have more, they have more uh, cell division going on. So necessarily, you would expect that they to have more cancer. Yeah. So they must select quite strongly for any sort of cancer resistance. Of course. Ah. It's all about Richard Dawkins. Yeah, it's evolution, <laughs> man. Exactly,
0: selfish gene.
1: Yeah, boy, what a book.
0: Honestly, so
1: lovely. Mm.
0: I, it was mind blowing reading that book. Oh. So good. So. <laughs> My fact, yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> My fact
1: is, is um, not quite as far reaching; it's pretty specific. So, um, back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day, before. When I was young. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> sorry, when sorry, I that was. When I something. was non existent, before um, Salk and Sabin produced vaccines. Before what? Um, Salk and Sabin were the sort of two. Um, that sounds like a rock. No, they they, 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 they both produce polio vaccines, and I can never remember which is which. Right. One's live attenuated and one's killed. Um, I can't remember which is which. Fair um, but uh, back in the day, everyone we used to get polio. <coughs> yeah, good times. Um, that's not the fact. <laughs> um, the, the fact is that, that you, um, you know, people associate polio with um, paralysis, particularly of the legs. You see, uh, pe- like there's even uh, like an Egyptian painting of, of some pharaoh with a very characteristic dropped foot. Deformity. That's pretty cool. It shows that he's almost certainly had polio. And funnily enough, the vast, vast, vast majority of people that get infected with polio have flu like illness and nothing else. Only one out of a hundred people infected with polio virus get poliomyelitis. Now that's quite interesting, isn't it?
0: It's so it's not very efficient efficient as a virus.
1: Uh, uh, in what respect? Well,
0: if it if they don't develop the disease. Wait wait, uh, them being infected by the virus but not uh, not by the disease, are they still able to? like
1: uh some some do yes Um, transmitted to other people some do specifically for polio uh not everyone i mean some people will will clear it and have um immunity but there will be plenty of people who uh, spread the virus what i'm saying
0: is uh, exactly so having the flu but not being infected by the disease they still spread the virus oh yeah definitely ah so it's actually very smart oh yes but um it's very efficient forget what i said it's very efficient uh
1: the yeah it spreads like wildfire um Interestingly, it's an enterovirus. It uh, it multiplies in the intestine. You wouldn't think of that, because people associate cool. polio with paralysis. You would think it would be a Brain. neurotropic virus, yeah. but um, it only yeah. seems to. Well, I'm not. I'm not well-read enough to say for sure. Um, it, it seems like it kind of accidentally stumbles into the nervous system.
0: That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. So that's yeah. That was really interesting, Fergus. Yeah,
1: thank you. I
0: usually d- I am not particularly interested in um, viruses. Yeah,
1: well, oh, wow. But, but, you d- you but now d- you are.
0: Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 and this particularly um, space and time, yes. Right, so I think that's it. Yeah? Do you have anything? Uh, no. no. Yeah?
1: Um, just tune in next week. Uh, Not next week, in two weeks No, in two weeks, yeah, don't tune in next week
0: Tune in because it's Classy Jewish My other podcast Which is fun
1: <laughs> Do we know what we're talking about in two weeks time? It's yoga. Oh, so we're talking about whatever I want Yes Excellent Do
0: you want to Excellent. leave a teaser?
1: Um, It'll almost certainly be some kind of viral disease And I will
0: That's why Fergus is so fun Yeah
1: uh, I, I I hope to go as far into the 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 molecular biology of it as I can as I can muster, uh, which which I I will try and make it as interesting as I can.
0: <laughs> Once again, this is not for everyone. So just just
1: oh, even no, if you it don't it make it, it sound interesting, it, it won't be for everyone. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's... We want
0: people that want to learn about science.
1: Yeah, it will be an educational experience for, exactly. for everyone. For all the family.
0: All the... <laughs> 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 I'm imagining family. So, two parents, um, gay or not, I don't mind. Uh, three kids just sitting on the living room <laughs> listening to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> And well, the kids are like, quiet, listening to it. It'll be like during as you the war. It'll be like
1: during the war when all the, the the whole family would gather around the the wireless to hear Churchill <laughs> speak. Now, now they'll <laughs> all gather around the the iPhone and uh,
0: listen to listen to the d- podcast.
1: Dementia and viruses. Yeah, the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you should make a podcast only about that dementia and
1: viruses. Oh yeah,
0: Cool. Alright,
1: <laughs> so that's
0: basically it, listeners. Thank you for listening to, to the podcast. Uh, it This was the first episode. It was a bit of a boring one, but I think the end well, was quite nice.
1: Um, to that, I would just say it was your topic. So <laughs> who, who's to blame for that, really? I know, I know, it's my fault.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so more of this is to come. With different topics, um, different points of view on different scientific issues. Uh, and me and Fergus are going to be here for it. Yeah. So if you have enjoyed this episode, uh, go listen to it in two weeks' time.
1: Um, if you haven't enjoyed it, um, send us hate mail.
0: Yeah, we like that.
1: Uh, Just any, anything, any interaction. No. we, we so just want we I'm, just want company I'm so alone they there there Fergus anyway uh, if you
0: enjoyed the podcast and you want to listen to more episodes which at the moment are not available uh, but if you want to uh, go to feeds.feedburner.com slash us talking about science and you can also um, subscribe to the podcast in all the uh, major podcast provider apps just look for us talking about science. Uh, and it will also be on Spotify. Ooh. Now, I haven't done any of this. So I will. So when this episode will be released, it will be in every platform. Right. And that is basically it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Whoever you are, wherever you are. We are very thankful that you're listening.
1: We are very thankful.
0: And until next time... Have fun existing. Do you have anything to say? I always finish with Uh, have fun existing.
1: um, Get out. All right. Uh, I'll just finish with that.
0: That's it from us. Bye. (laughs) Us talking about science. 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 The power.